0: Hey there, boys and girls, it's Ralph Garman, and you're listening to Talking Cod Swallop. Good choice. Hey, I'm Alicia Witt. I'm Daniel Portman from Game of Thrones. I play Project Payne. I'm Ellipses, and you're listening to the Talking. Okay. I'm Mark Bernard, and you're listening to the Talking Cod Swallop podcast on the New Pod World Order Network. Hey, man, it's Kevin Smith, Silent Bob, whose voice you were never used to hearing in the 90s until I started opening it up, man. And that's because I'm a podcaster, and you're listening to a podcast. Talking cod
1: swallow right here, man. Welcome to this week's Talking Cospollop. With me today, I've got a lovely returning guest, and hopefully we're going to find out all about his trip, and his name is Darren Wearmouth. So I said it without any hesitation this time, so I've got your surname correct, so I'm pleased about that.
0: <laughs> so I too.
1: Yeah, sorry, sorry I got it wrong the last time.
0: <laughs> it's no problem. I mean, I don't even know if I pronounce it properly.
1: Uh, well, you, you do.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I suppose so, right? I think in South, a lot of people said Wearmouth, uh, North, Northeast, everyone knows it's Wearmouth because it's yeah. the Wearmouth Bridge in Sunderland and there's the old Wearmouth colliery and all that kind of stuff. So it's not really a problem. Uh, I'm not super sensitive about anything like that.
1: Yeah. It's a bit like Bowie and Bowie, isn't it?
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but not, not that I would ever put myself in his bracket.
1: <laughs> oh i think you should go on <laughs> just for this podcast at least
0: <laughs> yeah okay i'll uh i'll, I'll wear like a weird space age suit and just swan around the spiked hair
1: <laughs> <laughs> well to be fair you could be because it's an audio skype call anyway isn't it so
0: <laughs> yeah no i'm just i'm just chilling on the bed in my man- mankini Yeah. You know?
1: <laughs> <laughs> in that case video <laughs> <laughs> Right, so kind of getting into the nitty-gritty, I want to know all about the awakened experience. How did it go in America?
0: It went very, very well. Uh, it started off uh, I got there on the Thursday the day before it all happened, and pretty much landed, got straight to the hotel and James and some of his team were there, good guys, Dex and, and Susan and we went straight up to the experience well you you probably saw well they went in a separate car um i had some checking in issues thanks to hotels.com but i don't think that's unusual for anyone no and then sadly not no then i went up to greenwich village or chelsea i think it was sort of straddling the border of those two neighborhoods and i walked up and there was a facebook live going on i just walked straight into it and (laughs) it was It was was right next to the experience, and I was wearing my uh, Legend of Zelda T-shirt. So, you know, it's it's not the best look, is it? Flying straight from the UK there and and doing that, but you know, kind of (laughs) rolled with it. And I got to see um, firsthand how they built the cars. Um, The first it was three scenes from the book. The first was the subway car, um, and it was all messed up with scratches and blood splattered everywhere, and, and pieces of clothing that had been ripped from the creatures. Great sound effects and. And then the the next one was like the subway tunnel, which was all smashed up. And when it actually went live, there was a guy there lying there as if his guts were hanging out. There's a woman screaming saying, help, you know, you need. Oh God. (laughs) Yeah. I I don't know if the help you need to get me out of here was because she'd been in there for hours or it was part of the act. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then the last one was the creature's nest um, where they are. Someone dressed as a creature and and hanging sacks and, and jumping out on you and everything. It was, it was very, very impressive, um, who did it. Blood Manor were the company who did it, who ran a haunted house in New York. And okay. It was such a great job. I mean, it, ex- it exceeded my expectations a lot. I mean, I, I thought it was going to be good, but it was really good.
1: Yeah, and definitely I saw a lot of Periscopes, either yourselves or James Murray's. So just sort of looking at them with quite a lot of envy at the time, you know, but at the same time fascinated by how amazing it all looked. It really did look incredible.
0: It, it was it was incredible, and and then Friday rolled around, the first day of the experience. I think during the day, I went to uh, the Collins office, which is quite impressive, and, and sat in front of um, the camera and did a Facebook Live, you know, where they made me wipe some like greaseproof paper around my face so I wasn't shiny, and then apply makeup and all that kind of thing. You know, the, the kind of stuff I, I do every day <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and putting on a dress no uh, the um
1: <laughs> bit <of> lippy
0: <laughs> yeah exactly it's uh, the, when i'm karen and not darren but <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but yeah that, i mean that, that was good i mean they're really nice people and, and we signed some books there and then it was the evening of the experience and uh, we drove up there i think it was maybe an hour and a half before it started and there was already queues there and it was it was just it was just amazing you know but it it went all the way around the street and and people were coming through and everyone was so nice which was great and i think the experience went down really well and i was even it's kind of i mean i don't know about you but i'm used to doing everything for myself
1: yeah very independent
0: yeah exactly so and when people keep coming up and asking me if i want stuff like a drink or food or anything like that i find it really odd
1: yeah because obviously they're quite used to um you know like obviously probably james murray gets that quite a lot or let's call him Mm. but he you know he probably didn't like it to begin with either but you know they're probably used to bringing him food and drinks like that and yeah for yourself i mean you know you you're an author i don't mean that in a i don't mean that in a disrespectful way at all because obviously you're as important but yeah as almost joe bluggs kind of thing it is hard to get your head around isn't it
0: it is because you're kind of sitting there for five hours and i thought yeah okay you know i'm cool with that it was so good to meet all the people and everyone was so nice that like i've said i mean you, you've seen the pictures and photos and and everything but i, I never sort of considered outside of that you know like the logistics or someone's going to bring you a food and drink and, and stuff like that so yeah it was uh, that was really good because uh, they have a, they have something like called cheese fries okay you may have seen a picture on that but it's like crinkle cut chips with like uh, really tangy cheese sauce dri- uh, drizzled on top
1: i did i did see the picture and it did look delicious it looked like a heart attack waiting to happen as well but it looked delicious
0: <laughs> honestly i was addicted to them and they even started like laughing at me when they were coming up, saying, "What do you want?" I was like, "Cheese fries, please!" And what again? I'm like, yes, <laughs>
1: <laughs> we don't get these in the UK.
0: <laughs> oh, it's, oh, it's, oh, honestly, you know, when you go over there, you've got to do that.
1: Okay, yeah, that's one thing I'll put on my list then because I'm going in February. So, uh... oh, you know, that I'm going in February because you're going in February as well, aren't you? So. Yes,
0: yeah, 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 of course, and um, we'll, we'll, we'll eat some together.
1: Yeah, definitely. When are you actually getting into Tampa, by the way?
0: I think I'm getting in the day before.
1: Okay, yeah, I'm planning on getting in on the 4th, uh, just so that I can, like, get over the jet lag a little bit, you know, so I can have a bit of fun as well while I'm on the
0: cruise. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and it's not only that, I actually want to see Tampa.
1: Yeah, yeah, because I've never, like, I need to find out some things about, you know, what's there, really. Uh-
0: my level of knowledge is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you
1: know? Uh, yeah, yeah, I have heard about that. I also saw a zip wire thing as well, which looked really, really cool. It's like $65 for like three hours. But still, it was, um, you know, like doing a zip wire experience so that you can see all of Tampa Bay. But I can't, I don't know how close that is to the hotel that I'm staying in. So, but yeah, it'd be fun. quite fun.
0: <laughs> it does sound pretty good. Yeah, <clears throat> I've been asked if I'll do a karaoke song on there, but I really don't have a good singing voice. Uh, it's it, it would it would have to be something that you can cheat at if you get what I mean.
1: Yeah, what like don't go breaking my heart. Yeah, something
0: that you could possibly parody.
1: Yeah, yeah, that would be good. What what song can we pick? Mm. I mean, obviously the one that I just sang.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, apparently uh, you like the Spice Girls, so uh, you've obviously got to do a Spice Girls song.
0: <laughs> oh, no. Did, do you know what? That's been mentioned to me a few times very recently. I'm uh, Going back to the experience, it wasn't just that video that was mentioned to me. It was also the one the night before the book went live.
1: Yeah. Slightly drunk one.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I, at lunchtime, I went out with the publisher and agent, and they bought me some nice like hot wings, and it was in a bar, and they said, oh, you can get what you want. I went, all right, sweet, because it's quite expensive out there. I thought, well... You know, uh, I'll start having some gin and tonics, um, <laughs> and yeah. this was lunchtime. <laughs> and then after that, I was meeting my dad, and I was feeling quite happy. You know, you, you know, you have a few drinks, and okay, you know.
1: you've got the happy little buzz. Yeah,
0: yeah the, 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 the awakening experience is finished, and I technically had a day off. So I said to my dad, "What do you want to do?" And he went, "Let's go to a few bars and see what New York's got." So we we did that, and it got to about nine, and I was steaming and <laughs> I got a message saying oh I'm doing Facebook live the book's going you know the book's going live uh, swing by and I said okay are you sure because I've had something to drink he said yeah it's not a problem and my dad said no you can't do it <laughs> I went, I'm fine I'm fine so I went around and did it and you obviously saw the evidence
1: yes i
0: forgot about it i woke up the next morning happy as larry right what's on the agenda today and i looked at my social media and i had hundreds and hundreds of notifications about it <laughs> um
1: i can't believe you forgot about it as well so you obviously was pretty uh, you were pretty uh blazing
0: yeah i was
1: i think it, i think
0: part of it was just I was quite nervous about um, the whole event and yeah. how it all went. And it, I was just it was just letting off steam afterwards, I think. I was pleased that it all went well. I mean, we had the after parties. They were great fun. And yeah, that Monday, I, th- I think I was just letting off steam. <clears throat> I was pleased that it all went really well and nobody hated me.
1: No, I don't think, Darren, to be completely honest with you, you're such a nice chap. I don't think anybody could hate you. <laughs> <laughs> <Fine>. <laughs> I mean that. I truly mean that. You like really are a nice guy. So it's like, it's really hard You like, it's almost people hate you because you are nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I could probably accept that. Yeah, <laughs> but no, I don't think you. I don't think you did anything too bad. Did you fall asleep at one point, or was that just a uh, you know,
0: poss- I could have done it one of the after parties, but I'll probably woke up again. <laughs> I'm not ruling it out. I mean, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't remember. But because everyone was doing shots of Jamesons, and I promised to do shots with quite a few people. And some people didn't like the whiskey and they bring it up saying, oh, you can do my shot if you like. Because, you know, we said we were going to do it together, but I don't like Jameson's. Because James yeah. bought everyone a shot when we were there. I, I know I can get carried away with myself and overexcited. And I ended up doing more shots than what I should have.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know what, don't worry. Because, you know, as, w- as well as it being a working holiday, it was also a semi-holiday as well, wasn't it? Like you said, you did it on your day off or the evening when it was a party. So it wasn't like you did it when <laughs> he was actually book signing so <laughs> yeah
0: it's really weird because somebody said to me oh it can't be bad I like doing this as a job and I, I didn't see it as a job it was an experience i was ex- experiencing it just as much as people who who were coming um were experiencing it yeah yeah i mean it it was awesome two things happened as well on the saturday hugh jackman turned up
1: i know that was when i hated you <laughs>
0: Yeah, but he's really tall. You know, I look like
1: a kid next to him. Yeah. <laughs> How tall was he? I mean, you probably didn't ask did you, but uh, No, but, but a lot taller than me.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: But, uh, How tall are you? If you don't mind me asking. I'm 5'8. Five 5'8. Eight. Five eight, okay. Yeah. So, cuz I'm 5'11, so
0: Yeah, so you're taller than me. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's not an uh, it's not something I'm not used to. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think he must have been. I checked on Google afterwards because I thought, Jesus, he was massive. But it says he was six two. There was no way in the world he was six two. You know, he, he was taller than that. So I don't. Yeah, you know, this this is what made me like slightly down in the dumps about it. Is like he's tall already. and He's probably wearing elevator shoes. You know, I, <laughs> he's taller, yeah, probably he's huge.
1: <laughs> but uh, anyway, I mean, I don't mind. No, uh, but what was what was he like? Tell me all about Hugh Jackman.
0: He was a lovely person. James showed him around the experience and we had our photo together. And then he comes to the, the marquee place where we're doing books. And I told him that I watched his film on the plane on the way over, and The Great Sherman.
1: Oh, I love that film so much.
0: Yeah. It was, is that How bizarre is that? You know, I watched that on the film on the way over. Two yeah. days later, he just walks up to me.
1: Yeah. I ne- That is insane. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry, I got frogging frog in me, Fred. But um, yeah, that was insane. It was. And happy coincidence as well you weren't watching Everybody Loves Raymond as well were you <laughs> no
0: I wasn't I mean that, that's one I wasn't to be honest I didn't recognise him so we said oh Ray Romano is there and I, was, I, I looked beyond him I think it was the beard
1: yeah yeah I can imagine actually because obviously you're quite used to him on the TV on the programme aren't you mm. back to Hugh Jackman is there anything else <laughs> <laughs> Let's just talk about him for the rest of the show
0: <laughs> When he heard my accent, he said, oh, you're English I said, yeah, oh yeah, you're, you're Australian We were probably like the, the only two foreigners there at that point he Said, oh, you're watching the football tomorrow So said, oh, what, you're a football fan? Yeah, of course I am and It's like, England will play in Panama he said, oh, yeah, yes. yeah, I'm yeah, really looking forward to it And, um, I, you know, at that point I was just thinking What the fuck is going on? You know, I'm, I'm standing in the middle of Manhattan surrounded about people and Hugh Jackman's talking to me about football <laughs>
1: Oh, that is amazing, though, isn't it? It It is absolutely amazing. It was one of the
0: strangest experiences of my life. Uh, But yeah, I mean, (laughs) it's not a bad experience.
1: No, no, because I mean, everyone says, you know, like, don't meet your heroes or don't meet your idols kind of thing. And it's nice when you actually do meet somebody and they are down to earth and they're happy. And, you know, they just chat about like football and things like that. And obviously having an Australian background... He is going to be into his sports because, like, they're quite big into their rugby over there, aren't they? So yeah,
0: big time uh, AFL rugby. Uh, even football's becoming big. So I mean, I, I, yeah, yeah, it was it was really nice, and he was a nice guy. You know, he, he did take take his time to be there and talk to other people and everything. He was just, he, you know, if, if you wanted if you wanted to meet a celebrity and had certain expectations of what they should be, he he pretty much fitted all of them. You know, he was. He was just very nice and genuine and down to earth.
1: Oh, well, like I said, I was extremely jealous when I saw that photo pop up. But at the same time, I was really, really chuffed that you actually got to got to meet him as well.
0: Yeah, it was so odd because, I mean, the event itself, I mean, was huge and a, a massive experience. And, and all this was going on, getting to meet loads of nice people. And and then that and then Romano, <laughs> you know, yeah. the, the after parties were still were quite funny. Because I mean, got to meet a lot of people who I'd seen before online in the flesh, which was very good. You know, I, I enjoyed that a lot, yeah. uh, and just talked to them about stuff. And yeah, we, we, some certain songs come on. I attempted to do some robot dancing that didn't work. It was uh, <laughs> it's just a, it was just a really good laugh.
1: It's nice because you've just been welcomed into the almost the impractical jokers community as well.
0: Yeah. yeah, I mean, everyone has been yeah. very welcoming from that regard. I mean, I'm, I'm under no illusion, you know, that most, well, pretty much everyone was there because of James. Yeah. And I, I work with him, but he's been very kind to me in that regard. He helps me with all kinds of things. On the Tuesday, or it may have been the Wednesday, we had to do 15 TV interviews in a row. Wow. You get set up in a studio somewhere in Manhattan, and they had the awakening book behind us, and then you just get uh, sent out to various local stations, you know, around the US, some of them live, some of them not live. Like I don't know, Good Morning Dallas Fort Worth and Cincinnati, Hello, and all this kind of thing. And uh, he was so good to me, you know. He, he told me what I I should do before. He handled a lot of the talking and, and brought me in. And it was um, he was very very good, you know, throughout the whole trip. You know, I, I can't say enough uh, about that.
1: Yeah, oh, that's that's good. He took you completely under his wing then, so that's very good. He yes. did, and because it wasn't just Manhattan that you went to, was it? Was was it only the experience? in uh, New York or was there other experiences elsewhere
0: yeah yeah, the experience was in New York but we had book signs we had three book signs in a row which were all very different experiences the first one was in Long Island in Huntington uh, which I can say properly now because I haven't had a skimful
1: (laughs) what were you saying before
0: Huntington Uh, (laughs) okay Uh,
1: well at least you didn't change hunt into a naughty word
0: (laughs) (laughs) well yeah I'm glad I didn't do that. <laughs> no, <laughs> and it was probably the it was a place called Book Review. It was probably the best bookshop I've ever seen in my life. I'm not kidding you. And it had a huge science fiction and, and fantasy section, and I loved it. I could have spent hours in there. I mean, I I know you're not much of a bookworm, but I, I am, and you know places like that yeah. to me are heaven. But anyway, the I think there was about 300 people there. You all like packed into the bookstore. We did a talk and a question and answer session, uh, and then a sign, and and it was all very nice. There was one young guy who attempted to troll me, but you know. Just ignored that.
1: Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> but then you now know that you've potentially made it because somebody's trying to troll you. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. It's uh I mean it was all good naked stuff. And then the next day we went to North Vale or Northcote in New Jersey, which is a which was a very different experience. The uh that that was very busy as well and, and, and went long into the night. And then the final day, we went somewhere called uh, Doylestown in Pennsylvania, and we were at the university there, um, in the lecture hall, and lots of people come along.
1: Did you get to see any Amish people? I'm not sure. Is it Pennsylvania that is the Amish country? Yeah, Yeah, I I
0: think so. But how how would you recognise them? Is it those wide-brimmed hats? I don't know. I mean, we could be in dangerous territory here.
1: (laughs) I was just looking it up a second. They tend to ride on horse and cart. I know that much. Uh, yeah, Pennsylvania. You did say Pennsylvania, didn't you? Yeah,
0: it did. It's um, yeah. It was a very nice place. Uh, I liked it a lot. Yeah, I mean that was cool. Lots of people there, and we, we again we got to do the Q and A and talk and everything, and I, I enjoyed it. It was but. After that finished, I um, uh, went to bed for the night. And the, ne- the next day I visited Philadelphia, which was an amazing city. I mean, it's it's so far exceeded what I thought it was going to be. It was, it was so good. It was unreal. I mean, I, I started off at the Rocky statue and went up the Rocky steps. Yeah. But my only experience of the city is through Rocky films. So I wasn't expecting it to be so nice, you know, with sweeping boulevards and nice historical buildings and then Market Street. And I had a huge Philly cheesesteaks sandwich.
1: Oh, are they good? I've never had one, but they sound amazing when people describe them. Oh,
0: they are beyond good. Yeah. I I, had, I, I went for the full, like, foot long thing. The beef was really tender. The cheese sauce was tangy. I got jalapeno cheese sauce, so it added, like, a little bit of spice to it. And the bread was nice and crispy and fresh. It was unbelievable.
1: Uh, talking about the Philly cheesesteak, Tesco's recently brought out, you know, they've got loads of those wraps that they sell. Yeah. Yeah, they actually brought out a Philly, a Philly cheesecake a cheesecake <laughs> a Philly cheesesteak one, and I was I had one because I just thought oh it's a gimmick but you know let's go for it anyway and I was like hmm. <laughs> I don't know yeah. but I imagine it probably didn't taste anywhere near as good as uh, what the actual proper thing tastes like. No, it
0: doesn't because the the beef is is very tender and thinly sliced and it's hot and um, the sauce is uh, hot as well inside there. So, yeah, and the chops is unbelievable what you can pick between your cheeses. You can obviously get nice fried onions with it and whatever you like. It's uh, it was it was amazing. I mean, if you ever go to New York, it's only an hour and a half away on the train. I, I would recommend it if you've got like a few days in New York, you know, maybe just for a round trip.
1: Yeah, I think Philly is definitely going to be on my uh, on my agenda at some point when I get over there again, because I'm not going to be going because initially, I uh, go back to the cruise talk again. But initially, I was going to be going over uh, to New York first and then go over to Tampa. But then I realised February is obviously quite usually quite snowy and blizzardy, so I didn't want to get stuck in New York and miss the cruise. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought that's probably a good call to actually uh, not you know not do it that way.
0: I haven't actually considered that yet. That we are going to get some winter sun.
1: Yes. Yeah, we will. I didn't even consider that until you just said that either.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's all good. Uh, I mean, the, the last time I attempted something like that, I went to Tenerife and it was cloudy all week. <laughs> oh,
1: no. <laughs> that's just such a typical Brit thing, isn't it? Uh,
0: yeah, of course. Yeah. But I also did the typical Brit thing and, you know, just made the most of it um, elsewhere.
1: Yeah, and then pop on a sunbed or two. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Just so that your friends look like you've actually had a tan. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the hotel I stayed in had, like, entertainment, you know, something that you would expect from the 1960s or something. It was it was so bad, it was good. You know, the, oh, was, like, the yeah. staff trying to act out comedy sketches and everything, it was terrible, absolutely awful. I, I just, you know, they, they, ask, they, they handed out all these sheets at the end to ask to give you reviews. I just couldn't bring myself to say anything because I couldn't force myself to be nice about it, but I couldn't. There's no way in the world that I would say anything nasty, you know, on one of those review sheets. We we all lie on them, don't we, when we have to do them?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So
0: I, I just left it blank. But I wish I would have filmed it for you just to, just to show you how bad it was.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, next time you go to something like that, then definitely film it
0: because
1: mm. that would be good to see.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Did you see the Liberty Bell as well?
0: The queue was too big. Oh, really? From there. But um, it's it's quite nice and a compact town, Philadelphia. I mean, some, some people in New York said to me, like, Boston's a really nice, manageable version of New York. Whereas, I mean, I, I think Philadelphia kind of fitted that bill a little bit. Yeah, had some great. I mean, I saw Ben Franklin's grave. That was quite good. You know, he's oh, quite an awesome. important person in history. And I saw the uh, building where the bell was housed and I, I saw Liberty Hall and it was all pretty good. You know, I like that. You know, I mean, I, I just, I do like history then.
1: Yeah, I love history as well.
0: On the 4th of July, I uh, went to james's parents house big fourth of july party oh
1: that's nice uh,
0: yeah it was sweet i mean it, it did feel weird being the only englishman there you know on the fourth of july but yeah
1: you know. oh god yeah i didn't even put the association together yeah <laughs> they're celebrating escaping from us and you're there sat there eating their chicken or whatever yeah <laughs>
0: Oh, uh, no, I just played it off. So what, what's it all about, Independence Day? Is it like celebrating the Will Smith film or what? You know? <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's brilliant. Yeah. Well, you never know. We might get our own Independence Day at some point anyway, won't you, we? Uh,
0: yes. <laughs> well, we, we might well do. <laughs> but yeah, it is cool. I mean, there was loads of fireworks going on and this nice pool party and everything. I even got into the pool, which I never thought I would do because I'm, I don't really like taking my T-shirt off. Okay. Yeah, you know, I like sitting in the shade uh, and, and chilling out, but...
1: You're so British. (laughs) I know I am. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm not, yeah, again, I'm not saying that as a dig necessarily, because I I pretty much do the same. If it's a hot sunny day, I'd rather sit indoors
0: (laughs) with the windows open. (laughs) Well, I I mean, I had that, exactly. I had that said to me a few times when I was over there. I went over to um, Brooklyn when I had a free afternoon, and I was um, sitting by the river looking at Manhattan, and there was loads of nice, places there like where where you could bet for food and everyone was just sitting around in parks and and i thought to myself you know what i mean this is missing something and when i went back and and saw james later on i said why don't you have like pop-up places that sell boots and he just laughed at me and said "No, that's 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 such a british thing you know with our culture um because you imagine like somewhere warm sunny by the river on an afternoon what would happen in Mm, the uk we crack open a beer of course the first thing you think about but over there they
1: don't. <laughs> no, they're very backwards-thinking over there, aren't they? <laughs> yeah,
0: because there was me sitting there thinking, "Where's all the pop-up beer stands?" And they're they're all just enjoying the sun and like the food and doing other things. So, I mean, that was definitely a cultural difference I noticed.
1: Yeah. That uh, that is definitely yeah because I I vaguely remember that actually from when I was walking through Central Park yeah. when I went to New York last and yeah it was just all these people it was just like yeah they were sitting around and they were you know like a you know like it was very typical in the sense that you know like people were sitting around enjoying themselves yeah. but there was nobody sort of drinking yeah and I got very I got told off by a lady as well because I didn't realise that. The parks in New York are actually smoke free.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, no, I, I didn't know that either. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. So basically, I just lit up and had a cigarette because I didn't know I'm a, I'm thinking I'm in an outside place. And uh, yeah, this woman, this uh, New York woman came over and screamed at me. It was like, put that out, yeah, <laughs> this is a sacred place. Blah, blah, blah I was like, I'm ever so sorry, I didn't know. Well, why would you? I mean,
0: I, I we don't have rules like that over here i suppose it's a bit like um jaywalking you know if there's no cars there i will prob- probably cross the road
1: yeah yeah exactly i would do exactly the same but in america yeah you could get arrested for that couldn't you so yeah <laughs> or fined very highly yeah
0: th- th- there was several occasions i did that i actually twisted my ankle because i know got run over um, yeah. <laughs> sorry <laughs> no, it's, it's, it happens to me on tricks. i mean that's <laughs> um
1: i was just thinking that was karma as well you know the fact that you were jaywalking and then had to run because you nearly got run over the twisted triangle
0: yeah because because it was it was the morning after my silly facebook live so i wasn't exactly with it and because they drive on opposite side of the roads so i looked the wrong way and then stepped into the road oh no uh, yeah i nearly got rid of a scramble back and twisted my ankle on the big high curbs that they've got there yeah but it, i mean it's all good i mean it's that's just the kind of things that happen to me. I mean, one, one thing I will tell you, I don't think anybody knows about this.
1: Breaking news, everyone.
0: <laughs> I was getting my picture taken in the first scene of the awakening experience, literally two minutes before it was all going to kick off. Okay. I leaned on the bench and knocked over loads of the stuff and okay. <laughs> ruined the exhibit. Um, I had to scramble, <laughs> scramble, like put it all back together, then <clears throat> walked out a minute later whistling, yeah, everything's fine, don't worry. He's like... Really, nearly caused a serious incident. I got away with it.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's all right then. Yeah, a good job. There was nothing that was like fire, you know, down that bit then. Because I imagine that you probably would have, uh, you know, knocked something over and it would have all caught fire or something like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, uh, you sound just as clumsy as I do. So yeah, so it's we're gonna have a whale of a time on this boat,
0: aren't we? Yeah, I, I. Things happen to me when I go away on trips. I can't explain it; they just do. You know, I, I never, yeah. I never seem to be able to get through a holiday or break unscathed.
1: <laughs> well, we're going to have to make sure that you don't get too close to the uh, the edge of the boat. In that case, no, I'm not even
0: going to go within six feet of it. It's it's just not worth the it's not worth the hassle.
1: <laughs> no, they have got quite high sides, so you should be fine.
0: Okay, well, cool. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> apart from one area it's crazy actually because i was watching um last year when i went i was watching a fight breakout and it was it was just all alcohol related on the cruise on the cruise yeah a, a, like a fight between two guys oh, broke out yeah and i was sat on the ground like drinking my drinks yeah. <laughs> and smoking a cigarette because i was allowed to smoke at that point uh, in in that area yeah. you know that have you been on a cruise before or?
0: I haven't. I'm so I'm, I'm really interested to know the information, but I want to hear about the fight first.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you will. Don't worry. But there's like, because of this area being sort of the entrance point to the cruise. So when the when the ships docked, that's how you get off and on. Uh, the railings are really low. And they were just literally fighting, fighting, fighting. And they were getting so close to the edge. I was thinking, shit, they're going to go overboard in a minute, you know. It's not funny, obviously, but it was just it was so it, nerve-wracking, you know, to actually see the fact that they were going to fly overboard. Were they uh, having, like, a proper punch-up? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, well, like, shouting and, you know, occasional punching sort of like It wasn't massive, like, a boxing ring kind of thing, but, yeah, there was a lot of shouting back and forth as well as, like, the occasional punch. Uh. But then the following day, I actually saw one of the guys... And he happened to come and sit next to me because we're just, again, having the cigarette. That's what I tend to do on most of the cruises. What? Yeah. He, yeah, we were just talking about it and I happened to say, oh, yeah, I was there last night when uh, you guys were fighting and he was like, yeah, that guy was just a knob, you know? What was that all about? <laughs> but he didn't say a knob, he said the equivalent, the uh, American equivalent, you know?
0: What's that douchebag?
1: Yeah, yeah, I suppose that's probably the American one. But it was just, it was just surreal because like, Everybody, Everybody's on the cruise because they like to have a giggle and a laugh. You, know, you don't expect a fight to break out.
0: No, I'm, I'm quite surprised I heard that. But then again, I'm not because if it's nice and sunny and, and people are drinking during the day, then it's, yeah. it, is, it is a cocktail for that type of thing to potentially happen.
1: Yeah, definitely. That was what happened, really. It was just alcohol was involved and two people that clashed really clashed. So, because of the alcohol, you know,
0: I might have to start lifting some weights again. I mean, I I don't know if you saw on Twitter, I, I pathetically attempted it a few days ago, and I, I could hardly lift a bacon sandwich the next day. But
1: oh yes, I remember because <laughs> I said, "Was the bacon sandwich worth it?"
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I just, it, it felt like I'd had food poisoning. You know, you know when your limbs go all stiff.
1: Yes. That's what
0: it was yeah. like when I woke up the next day. I thought, "What am I doing, idiot? I mean, I'm never going to have a six pack." I've never had one in my life. I don't know. I just I just wanted to get into better shape and do some strength training and what have you. But yeah, put them back in my shed. But I might have to consider bringing them back out now if I'm going to have a dust up.
1: No, I don't think you will. Don't worry. <laughs> no, I don't there, was think only, there was only one incident and uh, everybody else seemed to be getting on fine. So just walk away.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I will. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And yeah, the only six pack that I've got is uh, a pack of Heineken that I've got in the fridge. Yeah, excellent.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean that's, that's the best kind.
1: Yeah, exactly. I was trying to think. Heineken Stella.
0: Yeah, it's the the question that's been pondered throughout the centuries.
1: Yeah. You've got the UK experience coming up as well, haven't you? Which I saw a message from James yesterday on Twitter saying that it was going to be announced all today. Do you have the information so that I can find out? I do. Okay. Actually. uh... Juicy Gossip. Are you excited to be doing the UK one?
0: I am very excited for the UK one. I think the, the format will be us doing a bit of a talk and then a question and answer session, then some signing and a big party afterwards. It went really well when we did it in New York, so I think it should be equally as good when we do it in the UK. The only thing we're not doing is the experience before. Okay. Yes. So what have we got? We're going from September the 1st to September the 5th. Okay. The first is Birmingham at the O2 Institute. The second is Newcastle at the O2 Academy. The third is London at the Islington O2 Academy. The fourth is Manchester at Gorilla. And the fifth is Glasgow at the SWG Warehouse.
1: <laughs> That's such a crazy route.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Is that because of venues not being available?
0: Yeah, it is, it's all purely down to availability. I mean, when I, when I first saw it, I thought, what is that? I mean, it's just zigzagging <laughs> exactly yeah. all over the place. But yeah. yeah, it is purely down to uh, availability.
1: Yeah, that's obviously something that has to be considered, isn't it? But yeah, that seems it seems like weird to either do. You'd think that you'd either be doing Glasgow first or London first, wouldn't you? Vi- you know, vice versa. But yeah, yeah. Well, that sounds really exciting. I, I,
0: I agree with you. I, I think it'll be yeah. I mean, in, in, in an ideal scenario, it would have been London, Birmingham, Manchester, Newcastle, Glasgow, or or the reverse. But, yeah, it hasn't worked out like that. But, I mean, we only live on a little island anyway, so it's not a huge problem, yeah. is it?
1: No, absolutely. And, like, from Manchester to Scotland, it's probably either not that far on the train, is it? Or you could get a cheap flight, probably, from there as well. So About
0: three hours on a Virgin train.
1: Ah, oh, okay. So that's not too bad, then.
0: Yeah, no, it's fine. Yeah. I don't think we'll actually need any flights. Yeah, Birmingham to Newcastle, that's probably a train, isn't it? Just. Four yeah. hours, Newcastle, London, same thing. I
1: was going to say, even you could even do them by car as well, couldn't you? Like, because I'm just thinking, like, with regards to James, he may need that extra bit of security. I don't know, you know, because obviously the the UK impractical jokers fans are a little bit more uh rabid, right? But you know, I didn't say the right word. Then
0: <laughs> do you, Do you think so? I mean,
1: going by the reason why i say that is going by when i was in manchester i think it was manchester it was either manchester or birmingham and we had the we went to see the impractical jokers and then we also had an amp after which is a tell him steve dave thing oh, yes and lots of fun so you definitely have to come to one of those uh, <laughs> it is basically like Q decided he was going to come out but then when people caught wind that he was there, he just got absolutely swamped with people. And, you know, like, he, he just wasn't able to enjoy himself. He had to go because people just, you know, like, almost jumped on him, if you know what I mean, asking for photos. And, it, like, I was trying to give him a drink, and he was going, I can't hear you. All I can hear is, can I have a photo? <laughs> so, wow. so I don't know. I'm only given by that experience. So... But I'm just thinking from that point of view that, you know, like maybe James would need like a car. Uh,
0: yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, uh, when we were in um, the experience, it was all quite accessible. We were in the, uh, like a big function room at the back of the Beatman pub and we we were just, just in there doing whatever we liked. James was going around mingling. He was dancing with people. He was having a good time. So, yeah, hmm. he, he wasn't swamped by any means. So I, I really don't know. I mean, if that, <laughs> I haven't got any experience of that whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, I, I certainly wasn't getting swamped by anyone. <laughs> I don't understand. Aww. No, it was great. It was it was really nice just going around and talking to people. And the yeah. other thing I, I quite liked out there is they do have quite a broad range of accents.
1: Yeah, they do, don't they? Yeah.
0: I, I don't actually think that they realise, uh, because, I mean, us being British, we've got a, a very good ear for accents, haven't we? Because we've got so many. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if they realise the, le- the, the level of how different they all actually sound. But I find that really interesting.
1: Yeah, definitely. And it always makes me laugh because when Americans do a British accent, they always do a London accent, but like a Cockney London.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I sort of sit there thinking, like, that's not our only accent, is it? Because obviously I'm Dorset, you're Manchester. Yeah. Well, Midlands, because you're actually from uh, Sheffield Way, aren't you? Yeah,
0: I was born in York. Um, and York, yeah. okay. Yeah, so uh, Yorkshire. But... I was
1: thinking, yeah, I was thinking Yorkshire. Yeah, I was trying to think because Sheffield is kind of um, Yorkshire way, isn't it? It right? is South
0: Yorkshire. I, I mean, I-, I don't particularly sound like I'm from Yorkshire anymore, but-, but that's mainly because I've lived all around the world. And it's not only that.
1: It's funny that you say that though, but to me, you do?
0: Yeah, well, I, I will to you because, I mean, you'll be able to tell that I'm northern, but I think to anyone yeah. else, they-, they wouldn't have a clue.
1: No, no. Yeah, so you're looking forward, obviously looking forward to the UK one. What was the dates again? Sorry, the 1st to the 5th.
0: Yeah, it's, it's the 1st to the 5th.
1: Is it announced yet where people can get tickets?
0: It's being announced later today, and I think the tickets are going to be available on Wednesday. I'm actually going to New York before the event uh, for the week beforehand. It's, it's just some work stuff to do, but they, more excitingly is that I'm going to get to see the Impractical Jokers new show in Atlantic City, which... <gasps> yeah
1: oh that sounds amazing
0: yeah there's a couple of reasons i'm excited about that i mean the first is obviously the show you can't just make basketball one
1: yes yeah i did hear about that
0: <laughs> yeah i mean I, I was a huge fan of boardwalk empire so i'd like to go and see the old steel pier that they've got there and and just uh, go to these big casinos because i've never been to like one of these casino places before like vegas or atlantic city so i, I mean that in itself it is going to be a good experience.
1: Yeah, and Atlantic City is near New Jersey as well, isn't it?
0: It's it's in New Jersey.
1: Oh, it's actually in it. Yeah, on the coast. Yeah, so that would be fun as well. Yeah. If you if you have the time, uh, well, I think I said before, Red Bank is a nice place. Okay. In New Jersey. Yeah. So, but there's not a huge amount there. But if you, well, you don't, you don't. Do you know Kevin Smith yet? (laughs) Have you investigated into him or into who? Sorry. Um, Kevin Smith
0: No, I, I haven't investigated into him But I have I've discovered two new shows That I really liked since we last talked And you okay. may or may not know them
1: Yeah, go on.
0: The first one, which was very binge Well, actually, they're both binge-watchable Do you what, Do you like Rick and Morty? <gasps> I love Rick and Morty Where's that been in my life?
1: <laughs> oh my god, have you only just found yes. it? Oh, wow We need to talk Rick and Morty then in that case <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah uh, show me what you got <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> oh that is such the best tv series because it's like a spin-off of um back to the future
0: yeah it's it's just amazing it just laughs so hard at, at those characters it's ridiculously fun isn't it and it's it's yeah. it's, it's got everything that i need you know with, with the humor and the science fiction and everything
1: <laughs> yeah a granddad that's uh belching and drooling all at the same time <laughs> yeah
0: yeah it's just and just how petty they can get in like these mind-blowing situations is it's amazing the other one was if you ever watched it's all sunny in philadelphia
1: uh, yes i love that one as well yeah uh, that that is brilliant again where's <laughs> it been I, don't, I think it's more, where have you been? <laughs> I mean,
0: it is on an obscure cable channel here, isn't it? Vice, I think it is.
1: They're both on Netflix as well.
0: Yeah. I mean, I watched it. It's so inappropriate, but so funny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> have you watched all of them?
0: I haven't. I'm working my way through them at the moment. though. Okay. No spoilers.
1: No, I won't spoil it. Don't worry. i was
0: slightly unsure when Danny DeVito showed up because, you know, some of his stuff previously I, I thought was pretty average. But, yeah, he was a great addition.
1: He is, definitely. And you've also got, oh, Mac. I love Mac. <laughs> he's my favourite.
0: Yeah, I'm a Charlie fan. I, I think he's really good.
1: Oh, Charlie. Yeah, Charlie's my second favourite. So where have you got to on that?
0: Uh, I, uh, season two at the moment.
1: Okay. So what's happened? <laughs>
0: so, <laughs> oh, I think the, the last one that I saw was where a, a man come over from Israel and tried to take over the land that they owned from the bar and they ended up making a, a jihadi video for him and, and accidentally blowing his warehouse up. <laughs> <laughs> I think the one before that, they pretended to be disabled to try and get off with women and, <laughs> in the shopping arcade. And then when they went in there to try and do it, Dee was already in there pretending to have a back brace on and crutches, like trying to reach a heart. It was... It's, it, it, again, it's so inappropriate, but the way that they present it, um, because they don't try and make out the characters are really good guys, do they?
1: No, no. They make out that they're horrible in a way. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. But, um, um, but it's it's great. It's great TV.
1: Yeah. I Oh, God, I absolutely love those, those series. The two that you just mentioned, absolutely love them. Yeah. I did see something... What have I been watching? I've been watching Arrested Development. Have you ever heard of that?
0: I've been recommended it on the back of because I said said to someone very recently I really really enjoy the show. It was the person who tipped me off for it.
1: Yeah, because it's got like Jason Bateman in it, and uh, but I've I'm in I think I'm in series two at the moment and yeah it, it started off that it was a bit like you know you have to kind of get to get to know the characters a little bit with this one in my opinion but then as you get as you go on you know all of the characters are just so funny yeah
0: i, I was i was told that i was told that if, if you like it's also in philadelphia you should really watch arrested development i think it's something that i mean it's it hasn't passed me by you know it's definitely been on my radar but uh, i just haven't dived in yet
1: no that's it isn't it Like we're all busy uh, you know things just happen in life isn't it and you're not always got time to just sit around and watch tally all day have you you have to actually go out and make a living so well, that's
0: true and i only take tv recommendations from certain people like it, it took me ages to start watching dexter until somebody that i knew and liked said no really darren you need to get off your ass and watch this so i did or or the opposite, actually, get on your ass and watch it. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, it was kind of like that with the, these two shows as well. You know, with a similar person. So it was, I've been recommended The Wire by so many different people, but I've never watched it. Have you?
1: No, I haven't watched that one, so I can't say. No. Has, has anyone sort of said what it's about? Is that a comedy or is that a series? You know.
0: I, I think it's a police procedural, like to do with drugs. So, I mean, okay. immediately that doesn't appeal to me because it doesn't sound very fun.
1: No, no, that doesn't, like, that description personally doesn't sound very good to me either, so. Yeah, it's um, But then at the same time, you can't judge a book by its cover, can you? No, so. you can't, but
0: it, there isn't enough there to get me into it. It's like people say, oh, Prison Break's great, you've got to watch it and everything. I, I don't really want to watch something about a prison.
1: Yeah, I mean, with the exception of Orange is the New Black.
0: Yeah, but that's different, you know. Yeah,
1: because that is brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, got, it's got a lot of aspects to it. It's like a lot of, there's comedy in there, there's serious, you know, there's sadness, there's, there's every sort of emotion in Orange is the New Black, really, isn't there? There
0: is, yeah. I mean, I, I when I watch something, I want to be entertained and yeah, if it's 100% serious, I probably wouldn't find it that entertaining. you like, Dexter has it, like, quite a gritty edge and everything, but it's entertaining it does have some sort of comedy in it. Rick and Morty, I mean, it's just hugely entertaining, isn't it? It's all sunny yeah. in Philadelphia, massively entertaining, you know, it's, there's things there, but, you know, I'm not entertained by, like, brutal prisons. No, it's,
1: yeah, no. <laughs> it's just a matter of taste, isn't it? Yeah, I fully agree with you as well. If it's too serious, it's too, it's too serious for me. Yeah. Like, I like to have a bit of a laugh or at least be interested yeah. in it before I actually watch it. But another thing that I actually watched the other day was Bronson. The, the film. Yeah, the film Bronson. A long time ago. Yeah. Uh, well, I've I've only just watched it, so I'm, I'm very behind in that sense as well. But I thought that was really good.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it was a good film. Yeah. When was that released? It must have been the 90s, wasn't it?
1: Uh, to be honest, I didn't look it up. I'll have a look now quickly. Okay. But yeah, there was a character that was um, pooing in his hands. That <laughs> was just like, ew!
0: <laughs> oh, my God.
1: That was oh it was ninety uh two
0: thousand and nine. Wow. I mean that's a lot later than what I thought. I think that could probably only be topped by Mix in The Silence of the Lands when uh, he threw his uh, the contents of his uh,
1: yes, yeah. <laughs> we all know what you're talking about. Your yeah. <laughs> is contents of his bum.
0: <laughs> no, no, it was the contents of his uh, testicles.
1: <laughs> oh God!
0: And it hit her in the face. Oh. Yeah that that was that, that was probably the most disgusting thing that i've seen on tv
1: yeah definitely this was definitely a very close second yeah oh, this oh. he was in a mental place at the time yeah and it was just like <laughs> this one person's just like really going oh, <laughs> know, well, into his hands yeah,
0: like um, um spud train spotting with his duvet i mean I, we probably shouldn't go oh, far, yeah. too far down this road.
1: <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> Especially with we're both trying to be so polite as we're describing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's making me feel, and
0: how I'm trying to pronounce these things tells us that we should definitely stop right now.
1: Yeah. But I have to say, though, Tom Hardy did a really, really good job at playing Bronson, because I actually had to Google who the actor was, because I didn't realise it was actually Tom Hardy.
0: I think you're talking about a remake.
1: Uh... Maybe it is. It doesn't say it's a remake.
0: No, it, no it's not, sorry. Yeah, I was thinking about something else. Probably a char- really crappy Charles Bronson film.
1: But yeah, Tom, you know, because I I did look at it and I kept looking at him and then there was there was times even after I knew it was Tom Hardy, there was times that I was still looking at him going, "Who is that? You know, that's not Tom Hardy." You know, IMDb have got it completely wrong.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's pretty versatile, isn't he, Tom Hardy?
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, he did a fantastic job with that character, and you know, like just also just did a fantastic job with being that character. You know, like having the appearance.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, he's great. Did you watch Taboo when it was on? No. Yeah, it's that that's could be worth a watch. I mean, because you like history, it's set in the early nineteenth century, and there's a little bit of mysticism in there, and. Uh, he's come back from Africa to the UK, and the High Sparrow from the Game of Thrones is in there running the British East India Company, and uh, it's very, very good.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, well, I'll give that a shot as well then. Mm. It's always like always so many things that uh, you know you have to watch, but there's so little time to actually watch them, isn't there?
0: Exactly, and I'm a binge watcher, so me too. Pretty much when things come out, I I rarely watch them. You know, week on a week to week basis. It's it's not because I've got memory problems or anything like that. If if I see something I like, I I want more of it.
1: Yeah, there is that need of needing something to you know like carry it on sort of thing. Uh, I'm exactly the same so any tv program like if you have to pay, if you have to wait 7 weeks uh 7 weeks 7 days for uh, you know the next episode it's like oh for god's sake yeah <laughs> it's so painful I-, I
0: can i can lose interest with stuff like that especially if it's got a complicated plot
1: Definitely. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I've been watching just lately. Watching Love Island, but I think I kind of went off that quite quickly. As quickly as I went into it, I went off it. So, but that helped because I actually had I did an interview with Jiggy. Oh yeah, Because yeah. Uh, yeah, you've you've met Jiggy, haven't you? You went to a football game with him. Yeah, we
0: uh, England beat Columbia when we won on penalties. Jiggy was celebrating alongside me.
1: Ah, he's a good egg. Yes. <laughs> But yeah, I was teaching him all about Love Island in this episode, and it, that was quite fun. And yeah, he's going to be over in um, in London uh, at the end of well, almost this month, isn't it? So on the 31st, I think it is. So are you, are you going to that show? Or? Yeah, I
0: was. Originally, I thought we were going to be um, doing something on the tour on the 31st, but we're free now. So I might go down. I really need to pester him out for another beer after our last one.
1: Yeah. Well, I think I think his plan is is that he was going to be doing the show and then going out for drinks afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so obviously that would be a good opportunity. But I'm hoping that I can get there as well. So just waiting for payday to come around, which just seems to be forever this month, and then I can actually then go book a ticket. So
0: oh yeah, a hundred percent. I think I'll be there. Uh, adds another zigzag into my uh, whole schedule. So if you are London, yeah. then Birmingham the next day. The only thing I don't—oh
1: God, yeah.
0: Thing I don't know is if we're doing things during the day. I believe we might be doing some book signings, possibly in other uh, towns or cities that that we're not doing the actual parties in. But I'm waiting to okay. find out about that.
1: Okay, well, let me know if there's any in Bournemouth or Weymouth.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but no, I um, hopefully I'll be able to make at least London.
0: Tomorrow. Yeah, uh, Tuesday.
1: It? Um... Hang on. Yeah, um, I think you said it was the third one. Yeah. So hopefully, either London or if I can make it up, you know, like if I can make it up to Birmingham or whatever, I might also come to Birmingham because it'd be quite nice. I'm sure Toffer will be there. So it'd be quite nice to see Toffer again as well. So,
0: yeah, I I like Toffer. We've had beers together before. On the Impractical Jokers, show uh in manchester when they did the last tour yep. came up and we did the podcast in a, a hotel and then james had to go for his performance and uh, we just went to the weatherspoons um on Gate and uh sank several pints which was uh it was good fun
1: yeah i remember because i was i was actually i remember him saying sorry i don't remember the actual thing i wasn't sat, <laughs> i wasn't sat there at the window looking out the wind uh, looking through the window at you both <laughs> I know that he was extremely nervous beforehand, so bless him. But uh, I think that's normal, isn't it? Just, uh, you know, a bit of nerves before you do a recording. Yeah, yeah, that it doesn't all
0: go terribly. I mean, I, I know, I mean, I've been there. I mean, you've seen what I've done in the last few months. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And But well done you. Because are, are you quite a nervous person yourself or are you quite confident?
0: I'm not nervous, but I'm certainly not confident. I just, you know, I, I just try to take things in my stride. Yeah. I think I, I'd be a liar if I didn't say it was slightly intimidating.
1: Yeah. And I think that's completely understandable. And it's out of your comfort zone as well, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's just completely new. I mean, I can't imagine what kind of a
0: person would just r- rush into that confidently and, and think everything was going to be all sweetness and roses. I mean... I like it. Don't get me wrong, and I wouldn't swap it for the world. But you still can't help feeling
1: a little bit like that. No, I definitely wouldn't, because um, I'm quite, I'm quite a nervous person. Yeah, I come across as very confident, so I, I hide it very well. But I am deep down, I'm a very nervous person. So. Yeah, it's like kind of before I get started with a podcast or whatever, I'm always sort of like, you know, I begin the the episode going, um, 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 <laughs> and then towards the end of the episode, I'm sort of like, ah, la, 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 la.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I've noticed that I think this time compared to last time, it was a lot more natural off the bat, you know, because we actually t- t- talked to each other before.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
0: But that's just a, a case of like just knowing each other a bit better, I think, rather than nerves.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And and that is it. Isn't it? You like with your first first recording, it's you have to build that bond with someone quite quickly. Yeah. You know, and get to know how what makes them tick and then you have to find out what not about yourself as well and you know the new things that you didn't know you knew about yourself, you know. <laughs> but yeah, it's all a learning curve. I, I'm enjoying it still though, so that's the main thing.
0: Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, I, I was the jigmeister when you uh, had the podcast. I should really. I'll listen to it tonight. I, I should. I won't ask you.
1: Okay, but it was very good still, nonetheless. And if you do come to London, oh well, you're going to listen anyway. I'm hoping to go so that I can actually take grapes and baby wipes. And I won't say any more than that until you listen to the episode. Oh. <laughs> oh.
0: Breaks and bait. Now, now you've got me intrigued.
1: See, <laughs> and hopefully that will mean that other listeners will be intrigued as well. You see, <laughs> sneaky. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I, c- I can't decide whether that sounds slightly filthy or bizarre.
1: <laughs> it's definitely bizarre.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: But... Well, I'll, I'll let you into I'll let you into the little secret. Go back and listen to episode twenty-two. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm just trying to think. How would you even
0: know? How would you even know that you you could do that?
1: well wow, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, apparently he was trained by someone in Boston. How? I mean, who? <laughs> so bizarre isn't it i don't know if jiggy was making jokes (laughs) i'm just naive and i believed him but you know i'm certainly willing to put it to the test by taking some grapes with me
0: (laughs) oh yeah talking of food i missed out on a good event on uh, july the 4th because i was at the pool party Uh, I I i couldn't attend it but on coney island there was the national hot dog eating competition
1: Oh yes, I heard about this. I heard about this on one of the podcasts that I listen to. Yeah,
0: is it Joey Chestnut? I think his name is who can do it. I mean, it,
1: yeah, I, I can't remember the guy's name.
0: Yeah, he's like a human Homer Simpson, <laughs> just like throwing them down there. And I'd have, I'd have loved to have seen that live, just to see how it all went down. I mean, he must have just swallowed yeah. them like a swan or something.
1: Yeah, I think wasn't it like seventy-five or something crazy like that that he did? Where does he put them all? I mean, you can't, you can't fit seventy-five hot dogs in your stomach. You cannot, know, you're right. <laughs> I don't know how anybody does competitive eating.
0: No, I, I, get, I, no. I can sort of get Adam Richmond's one. If I had to do an, a man versus food one, it, I would always go for the hot ones because the, the the volume ones always look too big. But I mean, he doesn't do anything close to that, does he?
1: No, he doesn't. But also, yeah, I was actually going to bring him up as well because obviously it's relevant to the conversation, isn't it? I think that if I was to ever do that, I think I'd probably have to starve myself for a day so that I was at least hungry enough to eat it. I bet
0: that's what he does. I mean, I, I know in the shows, uh, in the warm-up to his challenge, he always goes to a couple of nice delis, doesn't he, or or, or restaurants just to have their sandwiches. But I'm, I'm I'm 100% sure there's no way in the world you could do that unless you'd starved yourself.
1: Yeah, exactly. And he's not overly big as well.
0: No, he isn't. I, I went to one of the places that he went to, which was Katz's Deli, uh, when I was in New York. My God, the sandwiches there, you would you know you would love them <laughs> i think it's been there since like the late 1800s and they go through like a, a ton of meat a day or something ridiculous because it's so popular but you just go up there and they uh i had the beef brisket sandwich and they give you some mustard on your bread asked for cheese on it as well because i like that
1: yeah you like your cheese
0: don't oh, you? oh yeah <laughs> yeah I, I, don't, I don't care if anyone frowned at me that's what i wanted so that's what I'll have.
1: yeah Customer's always right. Yeah,
0: exactly. And they even cut you some, they, they cut it fresh off like a, a huge piece of meat that's just been resting in gravy. And they cut these nice thin strips. It's so tender. And the, the sandwich is piled about four inches high, five inches Oh wow!
1: Meat,
0: you know, and the, the top bread's just balanced on top of it. And then they give you a plate. said, so do you want some pickles? And I just thought, well, <laughs> you know, when in Rome. Yeah.
1: Yeah. you got to have pickles. I love gherkins yeah. and pickles. Well, yeah. Honestly, though, was, the size of them,
0: it's unbelievable. It's like the size of a, I don't know. Your head? <laughs> it was not that big. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, there the probably is something it's comparable to, but I shouldn't say. <laughs> you know, it was, especially, yeah, this was sliced. Uh, yeah, it was it was amazing. We sat down, ate that, enjoyed it a lot. We've got loads of pictures of all the celebrities that have been throughout the years on the wall. That's quite interesting to look at.
1: Yeah, and did you manage to eat it all?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I didn't waste a mouthful there.
1: That's good. Very,
0: very nice. <laughs> I'm trying to think all oh, other stuff. I, I mean, I've mentioned the cheese fries too, uh, and the buffalo wings in Brooklyn were immense. It's, uh, I just, I'm just. i not real I'm quite easily pleased, you know, when it comes to food, and I'm not snobby. I, I don't need to go to, like, high-end restaurants. I'm, I'm very, very satisfied with, like, Philly cheesesteaks, or those wings, or, you know, Cat's deli with a big meat sandwich. That does me.
1: I know that when I went to, again, when I went to New York, Brooklyn was the best pizza yeah. in in Brooklyn so i don't know if you managed to have pizza when you were there but if if you do return it's apparently the best pizza and i really enjoyed it so
0: yeah the the place i went to brooklyn was um, williamsburg
1: okay yeah i've um, i've actually stayed in that area
0: yeah it's pretty cool isn't it
1: yeah, it is. It's kind of very hipster, isn't
0: it? Yeah, very, very hipster. I went to a massive hipster bar. I actually went to the beer garden out at the back because I wanted to watch the football on my phone. So I was probably I was I was the least hipster person in there. It was like a geek in the the bottom corner, just staring at my phone in, in an awakened t-shirt.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's painting the picture. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I,
0: I'm I'm sure I'm yeah describing a really great image of myself.
1: Oh, it's fun.
0: Yeah, no, it's good. Uh, I liked it. Uh, Brooklyn Heights, I think it was Battery Park. No, that's the other side. Yeah, that was somewhere I like. Well, I think
1: wasn't it Battery Park that they were actually going to be called, calling or changing the name over to Adam West Park?
0: I'm not sure. But uh, again, I was walking through there thinking, "Where's the pop-up bars? You know, somebody yeah. fortune here." But no, uh, everyone was doing adult things like uh, running or jogging or walking or, or enjoying conversation uh, rather than uh, ramming down a can of uh, special brew.
1: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the classiest drink of all
0: <laughs> yeah yeah it, it, it did make me stop and think because i mean to us it's completely natural isn't it but to them we must appear like weirdos
1: yeah that or alcoholics
0: yeah yeah
1: which we probably are to be fair but
0: yeah it's, it's just our culture isn't it
1: yeah saturday afternoon pub yeah
0: yeah well what else are you supposed to be doing <laughs>
1: is there anything else you're supposed to do <laughs> And stay in and clean. God. <laughs> yeah, no,
0: I did that in the morning. It's all done. You know, I've earned it.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then, yeah, just pop to the pub. There's a footy game on, or or whatever. Jukebox.
0: I, I mean, I have been mulling this uh, question in my mind quite recently. That if you do go out and say you're just having one drink, what what do you do the rest of the time? It's just I have coke and chat. I mean, this might sound naive of me, but I. I I generally don't know.
1: I think when people say that they're going out for just one, they mean that they're going out for like five. (laughs) Yeah. From my experience, anyway. We know know it's like,
0: if you say I'm going for a couple of drinks, uh, a couple generally means about eight.
1: Yeah. 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 So maybe if one is then three or four. Mm. Yeah. Or, of course, if you're driving, then, of course, you have to then just have one, maybe two, depending on what you have. But... Or none, if you prefer. Obviously, because like drinking and driving isn't obviously very good, and we don't think that that is a very good thing in the uh, the Talking Cod's Wallet podcast. But uh, occasionally, I have been known to have one, and you know, then drive. But it's usually like a shandy, or it's it's diluted by lemonade or coke or whatever. So I
0: think yeah, I I would have a a Guinness or something like that. It's not high uh, volume.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you definitely have to. You have to look at that before you have it, don't you? But uh, I'm not a Guinness drinker personally. I don't like the stuff. But yeah, I
0: think I think a pint of Stella would be dangerous territory. Um, possibly. I don't know. I don't, I don't... Yeah,
1: Stella maybe because yeah, it's normally like Fosters that I'd have. And if it was going to be a Fosters, then like have it as a lager shandy because so it's more lemonade anyway. So
0: yeah, yeah, that's true. I do like a good shandy. I think it's probably from my youth. I used to be allowed to have shandy, and I've got a real taste for it. And I like the old cans of it, you know, the bass shandy.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, My dad, well, from a small child up until the age of 18. Sorry, this I'm a small child up to the age of 18. My dad managed to convince me that entire time that he was getting me a drink, which was called a Welsh shandy. No, I said that I've got a slight lisp, so... If you didn't hear that properly, I'll say it again. <laughs> a,
0: a, a Welsh shandy.
1: A Welsh shandy. Yep. Yeah. When I was 18, I found out that this drink was basically something that he'd concocted, which was half Coke and half lemonade.
0: <laughs> oh.
1: Was <laughs> it Welsh? And, pardon? Why is it Welsh? Because he's Welsh. Oh, right. Okay. Oh, he, he was Welsh. Yeah. So it's, yeah. So he was, he was saying this was something that he had when he was. Was a child. It's called a Welsh shandy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so basically, from the age of let's say eight to the uh, to the age of eighteen, I was convinced that I was drinking alcohol, but I wasn't. I was drinking this um, concoction that he'd made up. Yeah,
0: that's, that's quite a good, uh, quite a good trick of him, I think, convincing you that yeah. you are because it does feel yeah. a little bit grown up, doesn't it? When you're younger, when you're having, if you think you're doing that.
1: Yeah, and he was like, "Well, you make sure you sip it." Don't drink it too fast. You know, so in a way, it was a life lesson that I ignored later on in life. But
0: I've done that with words.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, we know, we saw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was just the fact that, but he's, my dad was very stone faced. So, you know, he, anything that he would say, you'd, you'd believe anything that he'd say because you just, you just would, you know, like, there was no reason why he would lie to you or tell you a spoof, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, at least 10 years he got me on that. So, the bastard. <laughs> well,
0: well, fair play to him, got you on that. When I was about, I think I was about seven or something like that, I waited for my parents to go to bed and uh, I went to the drinks cabinet and downed half a bottle of whiskey, which, Ouch. yeah, I couldn't go to school the next morning because I was obviously battered. Yeah. And I got into huge trouble for it, and obviously I was thrown up everywhere. And uh, I think my my parents were, you know, we need to keep all this quiet. And uh, my brother went into school and said, oh, Darren can't come in today, sick. And, And the headmaster said, oh, what's wrong with him? He said, oh, he's drunk. So. (laughs)
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. So you bro- your brother got the memo then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It, was, it was just an all a disaster all round. I don't even know why I did it.
1: <laughs> How old were you again? What, seven. Seven. Oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> you probably just thinking, ah, oh, I want to be a grown up.
0: <laughs> yeah, I want to do what Dad's doing. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh at least you didn't try and replace it with like apple juice
0: yeah it's uh it, it was certainly an interesting thing to do but i would say i, I never repeated it but obviously you know that i have
1: yeah <laughs> but then i can say the same like with regards to smoking when i was when i was seven i actually asked because my dad smoked mm-hmm. and um i actually asked him to if i could have a cigarette mm-hmm. because i was curious you know, I just, I wondered what it was about this thing that he really liked, you know. So I, I had the, you know, I had my first drag and I did it a typical way, you know, like the whole inhale, exhale very quickly, yeah. you know. yeah. But then he said, no, 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 that's not how you do it. You need to take a full, proper drag, you know, and uh, I breathed it in.
0: He taught, he taught you
1: how to take it back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it was hardcore. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah. So he, uh, yeah. So he, he said it and and then I, I let it out and I was just like coughing and spluttering. And I was like, yeah, it's disgusting. You know, (laughs) I, I literally ran upstairs to the bathroom. Why I didn't use the kitchen sink downstairs. I don't know. And I just like was washing my mouth out. It was horrible. You know, fast forward, you know. (laughs) <laughs> nine well, years later and i'm smoking again so yeah
0: it's <laughs> so it didn't work <laughs> thing isn't it I, I do often wonder about this because it's like in my my youth i did it and you physically have to force yourself to like it so it makes you wonder why people do it in the first place
1: yeah yeah exactly but it's it's kind of like you know when you haven't had a cigarette for a little while and i'm sorry if there's any listeners that are just giving up smoking and <laughs> we're talking about this so i apologize but Uh, like the first cigarette that you have after you haven't smoked for quite a while, it almost gives you like a head buzz. Like you just feel a bit woozy Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and lightheaded. And it's kind of, (laughs) I don't know. I've always kind of been like, Oh, I quite like that. I quite like it. Yeah. yeah. So, but
0: no, I mean, I I, I haven't been it for a long time. I do remember that slightly buzzy feeling. It's uh, yeah. uh, It's a strange thing though, isn't it? Because, because it's banned in pubs, which, you know, I, I'm, for me, you know, it's I, I wasn't really bothered. You know, smoke, people smoking around me doesn't bother me one inch. I, I've never been, yeah. I don't, never cared about that at all. But obviously, some people do.
1: Yeah, it was the people. And I get it as well because it was, you know, when you went on a night out, you'd come home and you'd like stink of smoke, you know, like, and I was still smoking then as well. So, you know, it's kind of, you, you absolutely reeked of it rather than now when you're going outside and you have a cigarette you don't smell quite as bad you know you probably do but you don't it doesn't like linger yeah. really as much because it's in the open air
0: I, so I, I, well i think cuz my parents uh, my dad used to have a pipe and mum smoked cigarettes and obviously going to the pub for years uh, it was all around there because i grew up with it i've just never bothered by it and it, I, I think most other people were like that but it's just different nowadays isn't it
1: yeah yeah definitely there's a lot more People are a lot more protected nowadays, aren't they, from things like that, so.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I mean, and and if they're like that, I mean, I've got to admit, I mean, I don't like anyone smoking them if I'm eating. I mean, that's one.
1: No, yeah. And it's like, if there was a small child around, I wouldn't feel comfortable smoking then either. Yeah. Yeah, because it's not, their fault that i smoke <laughs> do you know what i mean they do, they shouldn't have to smoke it uh breathe in but i do kind of resent people when i sit down and, and like you know like in a park or whatever and but then somebody comes and sits near me with a child i was kind of like well i feel bad now but why did you sit next to me <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> I yeah i guess that, that's the other space isn't it i mean obviously not in new york but
1: <laughs> yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah it's fair enough.
1: <laughs> so before you go did you say that there was a website that people can buy tickets or have you not got that information no that's
0: going live on wednesday
1: uh right okay sorry i apologize um okay so well thank you very much for recording this episode with me and i really it's been a pleasure talking to you again yep you too And I hope I don't bombard you too much on Twitter, but I just get so excited. So if I come across as weird, I very am sorry.
0: (laughs) You're preaching to the choir.
1: (laughs) Okay, that's fine. We can be weirdos together then.
0: (laughs) I think someone's saying that to me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's all right then. So yeah, as long as I'm not coming across as weird and creepy, that's fine because I'm not that. No, you're not. No, that's good. Yeah, and hopefully I'll either see you in London for Jiggy's thing or I'll see you in London for your own thing.
0: Yeah, I'll see you in a month.
1: Oh, yeah, it is exactly a month of the day, isn't it? So, yeah. woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, thank you very much. And did just in case this is the first episode that anybody has listened to, did you want to give your Twitter so that people can find you on social media and things. okay
0: it's uh, at Darren Wearmouth that's D-A-R-R-E-N-W-E-A-R-M-O-U-T-H
1: okay fantastic thank you you know what's the deal what's the deal it's I deal with the beady ladies with the single ladies with the 60 ladies with the crazy ladies we're gonna rock the night yeah what's up put your put your up up it up turn up turn 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 up <laughs>